Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the Capitol, giving them more. Just like the million bucks, bucks, things in this cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, listening to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
to turn them out. To turn them out. Turn them out. Turn them out. Turn them out. Come on, do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Mm, got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Grateful for it. Comes with a huge amount of responsibility. I didn't really know I was going to have to be this responsible. You know, um, can I share something with y'all? I started out until uh, finally I had gotten on track and was able to see a way to even uh, pursue my dream. It has been a long, a long trip that I've been on, and I've gone through so many phases of it. It it is rewarding along the way to accomplish your dreams. What I'm saying is this: let, let me let me put it together because I got so much running through my head right now. You know, it's it's one thing to accomplish your dreams, but there's joy in the process of achieving it. See, some people are so caught up in the goal, the final goal, that they find no joy, no enjoyment in the process. If you have found what it is you want to do and you strike out on that journey, please understand you are far more blessed than the average person. To know what it is you really want to do to find your work in life, your purpose, to find out what direction you want to go in is such a blessing. The average person, if you sit down and talk to them, oftentimes don't have their life on track. And it'd be some people that you look at, you think got it going on because of their appearance. Their swagger. Oh, they walk like it. They talk like it. They look like it. But if you sit down and talk to the average person, the average person, man, does not know what their purpose is, has not discovered what they want to do and have no idea how to get there. If you are on the other side of that, if you understand your purpose, if you have an idea of what you want to be and you are on your way there, you are truly blessed and in that blessing you must recognize it as a blessing you must recognize the fact that you are on the right side and that there should be a sense of accomplishment and a feeling of pride in you that you are on track to accomplish your goal see what used to happen was sometimes I used to keep my nose so on the grindstone that I wouldn't even look up and realize, man, hey, man, I know you're trying to get here, but Steve, hold on, man. Can't you see what you've done so far? Can't you find just some joy in the process? See, a lot of us lose the joy of the blessings God has given us because we're looking at the end, talking about I ain't there yet. You're on your way. I'm going to give you an example. I had a friend who told me that they wanted to be a millionaire. And they asked me some questions and I told them. So they started the process. And I am telling you, this dude works extremely hard. So about a year later, we were talking. He had found this business. He had uh, set his goal and he was working towards it. 
then about two years later, I ran up into him again. We were talking about it and everything. He said, man, I really, really appreciate the advice. He said, man, but this is, this is it's all jacked up, man, because I still ain't made that million I was talking about. I said, well, hey, man, just, just keep at it. It's coming. He said, man, keep at it. Man, you know how long I've been doing this? Been two years now. And I didn't say that to him, but I said to myself, yeah, two years. He said, man, I've been grinding so long, man. It just, it ain't happening for me. I said, wait a minute, man. Hold, hold on, hold on. I said, about how much you making right now a year? Man, about 250000 I, I I quit breathing. I said, well, my man, two years ago, you didn't have a clue. Two years later, you making a quarter of a million dollars? I said, man, do you understand how blessed you are? I said, man, your family was about to get put out two years ago. You done bought a house? Yeah, man, but this ain't the house I really want. Oh, partner, whoa, I got that. I got that. The house you really want, Mike? Mike call five, eight million. I don't know. But, man, y'all got a house. You making a payments. You drive it. You ain't out no more. I said, hold on, man, you got to stop. I said, you got to stop. I said, man, because right now, man, you you coming across as real ungrateful to me. And so he said, man, why you tripping like that, man? Man, you act like don't nobody want to have nothing but you. I said, whoa, man, where you going with this conversation? I said, oh, I didn't come to you. I just came to you and asked you how you doing. And I'm trying to point out to you that the journey that you started on, that you are on your way and you are in the process of accomplishing your goals. And can you not feel some joy and some pleasure in your accomplishment? Quit tripping on the fact that you ain't made a million yet. You on your way. You done went from your, he thought this dude was making $15,000 a year. You making quarter of a million dollars in two years, man. Come on, man. Can't you see? Can't you see? So he said eventually, ah, man, I kind of see what you're saying, but that ain't about nothing to me because I not ran up into him a year and a half later. How you doing, man? Man, I sure wish I'd appreciated my life when I had it like that. I said, what you mean had it like that? Man, I just fell on some hard times, man. I'm right back where I was. And then we talked. I said, hey, man, don't worry about it. I said, once you know how to accomplish something, I said, you just reapply the same principles and start on over again. Man, you know how hard it is to be to start over? Okay, my man, hold up, partner. You finna do yourself like this again? First, you wasn't grateful for what you had. Now you're looking at the fact that you might have to start over, and you know how hard it is to start over. Maybe God said, okay, you ain't happy with this? Okay, then handle it your way. You obviously ain't happy with the way I'm bringing it into your life. You want to handle it your way, go ahead and handle it. Because he will let you have it your way. Can I tell you that? He will let you do it exactly the way you want to it because he gives us all the power of choice. So then maybe he said, okay, you don't appreciate the way I'm doing it. You don't like the favor I'm showing you. You think it's taking too long. I'm going to let you do it your way. I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm just going to let you do it your way. Just, just say maybe he said that. And now he right back where he was. So what I tried to get the young cat to understand was, man, appreciate your life for what it is. Because like um, Life Jennings got that song that he got out off this album, Still I Still Believe. It could have been worse. And now that it is worse, what's on your mind now? Folks, if you are on that side of life where you have figured out what you want to do, you know how you're going to get there and you know your purpose, you're accomplishing what the majority of people never, ever do. 
So be grateful for your process. Don't tumble yourself. Don't throw yourself off the cliff. It's going to be all right. Success takes a measure of time. It is not easy. If success were easy, everybody would be successful. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, look at here. In the words of one of the great uh, prophet groups of our time, got to give the people, give people what they want. That's from the book of O.J. Yes, sir. As with an S on it, though. O.J.'s, not to be confused with the uh, other <laughs> one. He, done, he ain't written, he ain't wrote no books. The book he did write need to be shame of. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are here. We are grateful today. We are gathered. We must all leave this world one day. How you live it depends on how you're going to spend the rest of it. That is the faith that I live under. If that ain't yours, believe what you want to believe. Yeah. But that's it. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is about to start because that's how we started. However we want to. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the mouth of the South, that doggone junior. Mm -hmm. Government name is Kill Spates. And the legend that is CL, nephew Tommy. <laughs> CL. Junior, what's up on your mind? CL, go. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. I thought it was Carla Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> I get right, two yeah. intros. I know exactly yeah. what it is. Yes, yes, I like it, it though. Cancel yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's, Junior, what's happening with you today, man? Let me man? tell you something, Uncle. I'm telling you exactly what's on my mind today. And I mean, I mean this, black people. We're going to start doing this. Uh, we're going to have a, a pallbearer committee. That's what we're going to have. See, we start taking votes on this. See, if you sick, oh. you ain't got no business being a pallbearer. If something wrong with you, you got asthma, gout, 
anything wrong with you, you ain't finna be a pallbearer. I don't care. It's disrespectful to the dead. You're not finna be a pallbearer. I saw a man on a pallbearer, 75, carrying his sister. Had so much medical equipment on him, trying to carry this body. He had a defibrillator. He had oxygen tank, mask on, a heart monitor, trying to carry this body. They took forever to get this he body to get hurt. Dog, you about to be next. They had to stop five times because his heart rate went up above 100, 100 beats per minute. The monitor just whoop, 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 whoop. He got to stop. Uh-uh. We're not doing it. If your ass ain't healthy, you ain't finna be no pallbearer. You need perfect health. We voting. Uncle Charles ain't finna be a pallbearer this morning. He ain't doing it. Not this year. Now, he ain't got too much stuff on him. Uh-uh. Yeah. He got cane on his side. He can't keep doing this, huh? He cannot. If you ain't healthy, you ain't finna be no pallbearer. I'm sorry. Pallbearer, he got a cane hooked in his belt loop. Now, you're going to mess around. You're going to mess around and be in there with him. That's what you're going to do. You're going to mess around and be right in there with him. I'm telling you. I'm tired of this black folk we just let because he related to the dead. No, you ain't finna be no pallbearer. We voting. We voting. We got a committee on this now. Can't we be voting. one. Nah, okay. can't be one, though. Ain't finna do it. Uh-uh. Can't and have all real short, you can't be no pallbearer. Can't be no pallbearer. It's uneven. Now the body in there tilted. <laughs> it's uneven. Yeah. We can't do this. this now time. they got to bury him and he all jammed up in one corner. Of the <laughs> we not doing it. not doing it. <laughs> all right. Um, so okay. Uh, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, the ignorance continues. It never stops on this show. <laughs> Run that prank back with the nephew right after this. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. Nephew, what you got? Is that your <laughs> husband? You know your husband. Is that your husband? That's all I'm going to ask. Is that your husband? Let's go, cat dog. Huh? Hello, I'm trying to reach Karen. This is Karen. Karen, uh, hey, listen, my name is Mark. Are you married to Jason? Yes. Okay. All right. I got the right person. Listen. I don't. I don't even know how to say this to you. My my um. My, like I said, my name is Mark. I follow my wife today. Uh huh. And I right now I'm at a park, and I'm almost certain that my wife is right now. I'm I'm about two or three hundred yards away, but I, I'm almost certain my wife is holding hands uh, with your husband, Jason. So, okay, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Will you see my husband at the park with with your wife? How long have you been following them? I followed my wife this morning because I just was feeling like real weird about, you know, something going on. And I followed her, and I'm at the park right now. And, uh, you know, this I think this is I think she's with Jason. I think she's okay. with your husband. What type What type of car you do you see Jason in? A Lexus. What color is it? Um, white. Okay, that's him. So he's supposed to have went to work today. And this Sunday, and they had some overtime that he's supposed to be doing at work today. And he's at a <laughs> park with your wife. Are yeah, you close yeah, to them? So you, so I'm not close to him. I'm, uh, you know, I tried to stay back. Oh, wait, 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 hold up. She just kissed him. She just kissed who? She just, my wife just kissed your husband. What did you say your, your, wife, your wife's name is again? My wife's name is Veronica. Veronica. Okay, uh, what park they at? Uh, they at Langley Park. I'm Langley at Langley Park. Park right now. I'm under, I'm about 200 yards away from them, and I'm looking at. She just kissed him again. I cannot believe this, man. I know 
Well, you're not telling me that your your wife is kissing my f***ing husband. Uh, what, well, how did you get my number? That's all up. Back this up. How did you get my number and who are you? Like I say, my name is Mark. Uh, a buddy of mine named Fitz, Fitzgerald. Fitz knows, he knows Jason. I don't know and no uh, Fitzgerald. I don't want to know how you get my number. Fitz gave me your, Fitz, Fitz told me he knew Jason and some kind of way got me your phone number. I don't even know who he got your number from. All I know is your husband is kissing my wife right now. That's what I know. Okay, you just sitting there watching? Give me the number. We can change this right now. You sitting there watching on some spectacular I'm going to bust all this up because I don't play that. Because he said he had to work this morning, some little overtime don't have time. Then who does that in the park with some body? It's too cold to be in the park anyway. You can't feed no ducks. Give me, give me the address of this Langley Park. Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. They getting a blanket out the car. Now who does that? I know. Well, he ain't no romantic type of guy. He never take me to no park. But they getting a blanket out the car and going deeper into the park. I cannot believe this. They getting the blanket. Well, what? No, she. I know she. Now I'm looking at. Give me the wine, park address. They got wine and wine glasses. Excuse and me, excuse me. Mark, Mark, Mark. Give me the address of the park. You want some white boy stuff? I'm trying to go. I'll bust that up. I don't have time for that calling me all started and watching your wife. I'm not going to watch and I'm going to hand him his ass. Okay, let's stop this right now. Take your over there to the park and give him the phone. I don't have time for this. You sitting up there watching your wife with my you calling me. What kind of are you? Are you okay? I'm, 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 say what? You're supposed to be up there getting on that because if I was there, I'd be the slap that and I've been handing him his cap. Go hand him the phone. Take up there and hand him the phone. What the hell are you calling me for? I'm trying to see what else they're going to do. That's what I'm trying to do. You done seen enough. All that point that be over there doing, putting out a guy. What you want? Wait to see him. Take your ass over there hand him the phone. I know Jason ain't in no part for no. I'm got my at home. I am on our third child pregnant with a baby. But I don't give a. I'll go up there and whoop his while I'm pregnant. I know. Well, Jason ain't in no park for no. Go hand him the phone. You Look, I want to see. Oh, let me, let me, hold on, let me step out the truck. Hold on. They drinking wine right now. I, I don't give a about that. Go hand him the phone. Walk over and hand him the phone. I don't okay, know what okay. you do with yours. I don't play about mine. Oh, man, they just. Mark, Mark, Mark. I don't know who you are, but go hand him the phone. Go hand him the phone. You sitting up there watching with your weak. Who in the are you anyway? Um, I'm, 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 that's my wife he with. He with my wife. You must be old because if you was one of them big old yoked up black one of them got on this who does that? You sit up watching them at the park. I'm telling you, now I'm whooping that when I see her. I'm whooping your wife. Then I'm whooping Jason. And I'm going to slap your calling me with this. You sit up there calling me, got my blood pressure, scar high, while you sit up there watching my with your wife. You supposed to be all on top of that. Okay. Yeah, when I see you got that coming too, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna find this Langley Park right now. I'm gonna get off the phone because I'll be up there. I'm gonna show you how. Okay, okay, hold on, on, hold on, hold on. Somebody want to talk to you? Give us the phone. Hello. Hello. Who is this? This Tommy. Tommy who? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> this is some. You almost made me have my baby up in this house this morning. <laughs> And I got two moments to go. Yeah, but Jason got me to prank phone call. <laughs> he know better than that. Sh- I'm whooping anyway when he come on. Oh, oh yeah. Sh-
Oh, he told me, say, look, man, my wife is a no nonsense. She ain't. She don't take no drama. None of that. He that told don't me. That don't make no sense because I was like, what man sit there and watch their wife at the park? <laughs> what what man does that? This is crazy. But you tell him, I got him. I got him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got to ask you this, baby. One more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Jason with this. No, Tommy, I'm going to get you. I'll show you what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm just going to name the baby Tommy. Tell him that for a joke. Tell him you're going to name the baby Tommy. Yeah, tell, tell, tell Jason that I'm going to name the baby Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, uh, it is Ask the CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Philly Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts pens an open letter to black women. Chance the Rapper caught dancing inappropriately at the uh, Jamaica Carnival. And a group of black professional women are suing Hulu to block the release of the Freaknik documentary. Uh, We'll talk about all of these stories. Yeah. (laughs) What is in this movie? What is in this movie? Yeah. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Candace in Portsmouth says, I have a broken ankle and my husband act like acts like he's going to die if we don't have sex soon. It's only been two weeks since I got the cast. Yes, I could have sex with it on, but I can't believe he's acting like this. Should I punish him or give in? Mm. I mean, that I, ankle don't, in there. I don't really know what you want me to say. I really don't care what y'all do. I don't, it's two weeks. I don't. Your ankle broke. Now, uh-huh. look, it's really a question of what you want to do. Now, you want to punish him? Well, what's the punishment for? I don't understand the punishment part. You can break his ankle. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. Now, if you want to participate, you can set it up on a nightstand. Okay. If you want to participate, you can hang it over on the floor. If you want to participate, you can prop it up on two pillars down there at the bottom of the bed. If you want to participate, you can let him get his shoulder up under your up under your knee, Uh and then have it up on his shoulder. Uh You can back out the way. Like that right there. Or if depending on how heavy the cask is. You can put it back, like, off to the right, depending on what foot it is, the right ankle or left ankle, get it up there adjacent to your ear. Several things you could do your with it. ear? Yeah, just not close to it, but adjacent, Carla, adjacent. <laughs> far. It can Steve. be far away, just over there alongside it. Oh, ear adjacent. Okay. Yeah. So those you are the things you can get your foot back can there. Do. You can get it back there. Yes, yeah. you can. Her now, mine don't go back there. Never That's has. Sympathy <laughs> for her broken Never ankle. Has. I wasn't on the tumbling team in school or none of that. Yeah, don't you feel some kind of way since she broke her ankle? Well, I don't know these people, Shirley, so no, I really don't feel no kind of way about her ankle at all. I don't even know these people. Like I'm just trying to offer up some type of solution. Why would she write her? We don't know you. So I don't really care. It's a broken ankle. You'd have had it for two weeks or just. Come on now, Whoa. life goes on. Well, Thank I'm you. sorry, Candace, you know, that you broke your ankle. And Get up on the I side of the bed, get on one leg, put your knee up, put the one with the cast on it, put that knee up on the mattress. Oh, get it out Lord. the way. 
Or you can punish we're, him. It don't make us no difference. We're moving on. <laughs> we're not going to hit it with COVID. What's the problem? I did it with COVID. What is the issue? You what? didn't break anyway. She wrote the wrong show. Yes, yes. Sorry, uh, Candace. I, I thought you'd have a little more compassion. Uh, Tracy in Lexington says, my co-worker set me up with her brother, and we dated for a couple of weeks. He's cute, and he has great convo, but he recently told me he's a government spy, and he's sworn me to secrecy. Do spies exist, or does he need to be on medication? Spies exist, but the fact that he would tell you that, right. you got a spy. <laughs> you need to you need to Google him. He got another job somewhere. Get on Facebook. You need to do some research. A government spy. But, but you just met him at, at, at the house. Yeah, and that's the number one rule. You can't let anybody know you're a spy. Man, come yeah. on. Oh. You took the oath to be secrecy. You yeah. didn't put your hand up and swore yourself. But now he done made you spy. Now you on the radio with him. <laughs> he done made you swear not to tell nobody your ass on the radio with it. God, dog. This boy's whole life is in jeopardy. <laughs> Make him lose his job. Right. She blew his cover. Uh-huh. They got a spy down in Lexington. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Double O Negro. Mm. Uh, this is crazy. All right. Uh, moving on to Kiana in uh, North Memphis. Kiana writes, I'm with an older man that allows other people to openly make jokes about my age. His friends will say he is out with his daughter or he's got to get me home because it's a school night. And why does he let his friends disrespect <laughs> me like that? Come on. <laughs> really I don't know if it's disrespect or it's more that he's proud. He's proud and the jokes make him feel good. I don't think it's really against you. And the reason his friends is going on because they know he got he poking his chest out about it. I think that's what it is. That's a guy thing. That's his way of saying, yeah, okay, go on with them jokes. Yeah, I got a little young fine thing, you know. But he know his friends is mad though. Yeah. Cause they all want you too. All of them want one too. All of them want you too. God. They trying to figure out if you got any baby sisters. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, you don't know how. You know, like, he probably like 60 or something like that, and she probably like 28, you know. Oh. You might have That's a 25-year-old sister. Oh, uh-huh. It's a big-ass difference, yeah. School night, yeah. You got to be, yeah. <laughs> it really is a school night. It really school is. Night. Damn near is. <laughs> All right, uh, last one, Steve. Moving and if she's 19, it just might be a school night. Okay. <laughs> I think we get what you're trying to say here, okay? Uh, moving on, this is the last one, Steve. Paris and Scottsdale writes, I moved to Arizona to be with a man, and he has a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up. He's still got ladies calling him, and his friends pop up at his house all the time. I want to get my own place for some separation, but he doesn't think that it's a good idea. Well, should I give him, should I give this more time or should I get my own place? Basically, well, you need to get your own place now. because yeah. this time that you're going to give him, it may take more longer than you think and you're uncomfortable and you should have researched this situation before you took your behind out there. Y'all need to stop all this here, man. Y'all rushing into these relationships, going to live with people you don't even know. Now, he got a hell of a lot going on. People just coming by the house. No, this no. here down in Scottsdale, he probably the weed man. You don't even know it. Oh. So you need to really get a grip on who you who you who you sleeping with. 
that he don't think is necessary, but all these people coming up to that, he got lady friends, and y'all grown, you're in your 40s. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you thought you was gonna meet this man that ain't had no history, or in your 30s, <laughs> or in any. Yeah. You move into his town, he got stuff going on. Stop thinking these people ain't got nothing going on. Everybody got something going on. Everybody come with luggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baggage. Yep. If you can get your own place, you're right, CLO. Get it. Hey, you done moved in there now. You just, who is all these people? Oh, that's Earl. <laughs> who is Earl? Oh, that's Suarez. Yeah. Suarez. I'm helping him out. He just got here. Who? <laughs> who is it? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Hey, baby, take this package and hand that to the man in that window. Don't open the door, just open the window. Oh, now she's an accessory? What? Right. <laughs> What's in this package? Baby, just hand the man the package. No. Get your own. Stop shaking it. All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. On Monday, April 17th, Jalen Hurts agreed to terms of a five-year extension worth $255 million with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep, Junior, you mentioned this yesterday, making him the highest paid player in NFL history on a per-year basis. Jalen graces the cover of Essence 2023 men's issue, and he penned an open letter to black women. Take a listen. Dear black women, thank you. Thank you for being you, for showing up the way that you do, for being trailblazers, for being loving, for being resilient. We see you, I see you, and I appreciate you. Much love. 
Yeah, Jalen. Uh, yeah. Wow. Nice, nice. Yes. <laughs> Thank like you, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yes. Man, we love you right back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Lamar yeah. Jackson looking at his little deal like, oh, Lord, I know. what is I'm finna do? Yeah. We're here with my mama. We ain't got none of this together yet. God. <laughs> Call him, Steve, and talk to him. Who, <clears throat> Lamar? I think Lamar going to sign back with the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's that what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he don't hate the, the team. He don't like mm-hmm. the people that run it. But, you know, he, they, they've handled this whole thing the wrong way. So, yeah. OBJ is over there now. He might sign. Oh, look, he's making money, but the guarantee ain't enough. You know, Jalen's $179 million guaranteed. guaranteed mm-hmm. 250-something over five years. I mean, we got to say congratulations and a shout out to Jalen Hurts. Again, his agent and all female management team led by sister Nicole Lynn. They put all this together. And, you know, this is just wonderful. And thank you again for that open letter to black women. We need more of that. Mm -hmm. Can he get that number to to Lamar? What number? Mm. Oh, oh, the agent? That's the agent. Pretty close. To the number Lamar was asking for, uh, I mean, I mean, the, the, that's pretty close to the number they offered Lamar. It's kind of close. Lamar is waiting, which is a smart thing to see what Jalen comes in at, and he can wait to see if uh, Joe Burrow signs his extension. But it it was handled badly, I believe, on both parts. You know. Well, we'll see. Uh, in other entertainment news, Chance the Rapper was kicking it real hard recently at Carnival 2023 in Jamaica. In a viral video, Chance was seen shirtless and wearing his famous three baseball cap while dancing with a woman who was wearing a Carnival costume and twerking. At one point, Chance slaps the woman's booty twice while grinding and dancing. Many fans were upset over his dancing and said it was inappropriate behavior for a married man to be dancing like that, while others argued that he was simply in enjoying his 30th birthday on the island and embracing the Caribbean culture. So what do you guys think? Did you see it? It was cute. Now, if you can't <laughs> wild out else. in Jamaica now, now that's the place you're supposed to be able to wild out in Jamaica. Let me see your call. The call got to be, oh, I saw it. Uh-huh. I didn't know Chance was married. Uh, okay, Chance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chance yeah. problem ain't that internet. Chance problem at his house. Mm. <laughs> So do you think he went too far? You think he went too far with dancing with a woman like that? Guys, it don't oh, absolutely, absolutely chance went too far. And I can't believe, I'm, I'm upset the chance went this far. Absolutely. As a married man, you outraged. As a married man, I would never. I'm going to tell you You're right a Paul. now. I'm a Paul. I oh, not ever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Woman being over in front of me twerking, I'm grinding back and start slapping her back. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Uh, Twice. What happened to you, um, the hell at my house. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's hell, though. That's uh-huh. a lot of When I get back to the room, carnival going to be over. <laughs> and Chance was into it, too. He was, Man. As soon as he know. took over, I done broke out running. Okay. You, what? What, Steve? I'm oh, sorry. She meant, she... No, what go ahead, say? Tommy. That was Tommy talking. Oh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead Tommy. I just said, as soon as she bent over, I, I didn't broke out running. I'm running away from that. I'm not. Gonna be <laughs> I'm not smacking. You're not. Gonna I didn't get know he in the video. 
Him yeah, married. Yeah, he, he was, was single. Married. Beautiful wife. Beautiful oh, he wife. was single. He cool. Uh-huh. Once yeah. you get married, whoo. <laughs> God. So chances are he might not be married after a while. <laughs> <laughs> He, he got caught up far. in the carnival. Yeah, he went too mm. far with that one. I mean, mm. he was getting it. I'm mm. He was. He bent Shirtless. all the way back. <laughs> he was in there. Woo. All right. So you guys think he went too far. You agree Absolutely. With, with many of his fans, and especially you, Junior. I'm telling you. I hope my wife's listening now. Absolutely. He went <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> mm. I don't. Right. I don't have no idea what I could say. Yeah, and I, my specialty what? is like what? Well, the you only, can, you well, can the only one I'm gonna go with is gonna be. Yeah, I know how to get out of that one though. I because you're the king of this. Now yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Wait I'm a minute. Like, that's what I'm saying. What? I'm more appalled than Junior is right yeah. now. What? Because you stay ready, so you. I, well, I'm, I'm. It's gonna be hard for y'all to accept this one, but I got it. Okay, well let's, let's hear it. Go ahead. Go ahead. That ain't me. <laughs> Boy, come on, huh? With a straight face? That ain't you with the with the C on your hat. That's not you. That's the not three. Me. Chance. Mustache, cigar. That is not me. Mm. All right, See, we're moving that on. That is right. you. Uh-uh, that's I know your face. Lie. That is no, you. Well, who not. is it then if it's not you? I have no idea who it is. I wish I did. <laughs> you wish you did. But whoever it is need to come forward and clear me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you really think we're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to try coming up, at, coming, up at 21, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, a man in China spends 21 hours in the rain begging on his knees for his ex-girlfriend to take him back. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Guys, listen to this. A man in China spent 21 hours, almost a whole day, on his knees with a bouquet of flowers in the rain outside his ex-girlfriend's office building, begging her, I mean begging her to take him back. He said his girlfriend broke up with him a few days ago. He wanted to seek her forgiveness, and he hoped she could date him again. When the police approached the man, he reportedly said, quote, is it illegal for me to kneel down here. If it is not illegal, please leave me alone. That's what he said to the cops. I'm uh, begging. <laughs> man. Don't interrupt my begging. All right. The man kneeled from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. the next day. Police say people were coming up <clears throat> to the man, <throat> telling him to get up, have some dignity. Others were saying, look, she's done with you. <laughs> done. <laughs> so, so. Ooh, what did he do? I don't know. I, yeah, that's what we don't know. But you know, Did I have she... some thoughts. I, I know what? he's not attractive. I know that. Because ain't no attractive man standing on 21 hours in the rain. I get somebody else. This ain't only one. So let me ask you something, June. Yeah. Now, you newly married. Uh-huh. You do something wrong, like, you know, some whatever. I'm not saying infidelity to them, but you do something wrong, uh-huh. and your wife says, that's it. Mm-hmm. But the only way you think you could get her back is you had to get outside on your knees Outside that hospital, mm-hmm. and start begging in the rain. Would you do it? That's my wife. Yes, uh, not a girl. Okay. Good answer. Good okay. answer. Yeah, Junior. yeah. My Good wife. I'll be out there. I'll be out there helping I'm people a, pull them out the ambulance. I'll be out there. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. Would you? I, I got to wait till it start raining. I'm not gonna be out there in that rain, lightning <laughs> oh, can on. Know. I'm not gonna do all that. Not, so you gotta wait to check the weather out. 
You it's got to, we got to wait raining. for some good weather. <laughs> you gonna lose? Surely, that. lightning can come at any time when it's raining. I'm not gonna do that. And then caught off guard, all rain. on my knees and stuff. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, no. would you would you do it? Uh, Steve, would you be out there? Uh, for my wife, I'm with you, Junior. That's the first thing you said I've ever agreed with. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing. <laughs> the first thing. I was actually stunned by the intellect of your answer. And I was That's actually really impressed. Answer, yes. I said, boy, that was really quick for a newlywed. Yeah. yeah you made so many ignorant remarks. Since you've been I just wanted to say I agree with you 100%. For your wife. Little yeah. homie. Yeah. Yeah. But for a girlfriend, Uncle, you going to do that for a girlfriend? Two hours. I'll do two for a girlfriend. <laughs> Four if she real fine. <laughs> now, for, now for Harley, for Harley. Uh, so, uh, you'd you you be in the rain, wouldn't you? See there? I'd be out there in the around. middle of a hurricane. Out there in a hurricane. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But how about a lightning storm? <laughs> for Halle Berry. She going to find out a lot about you, though. <laughs> She might not want you. I'm crying and stuff. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. Thanks, guys. We'll check Steve's voicemail at 877-29-STEVE right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. And if you would like to leave Steve a message, call him 877-29-STEVE. You never know. You might just hear your call on the air. Steve, are you ready? Here we go. I know you stay ready. Carla, uh, this caller left a message about gun control comments that you made, Steve. Yes, uh, I was listening to Steve Harvey Morning Show this morning, and the comment he made about the gun control should go out to everybody in every city, every state, so that, because uh, your expression about the gun control was mighty good. Thank you, sir. That's Appreciate good. it. Just my own personal thoughts. Everybody's not going to agree with that, and I understand you have the right to feel how you want to feel. But this is how I feel. I'm speaking for myself and a lot of other people, too, and especially the ones on this show because we talk about it off the air. And I'm just to have the voice to speak what I'm hearing my colleagues say all the time, their parents, uh, they have children. I mean, you know, it's crazy, man. So. No, that's how I feel, man. And, and miss and miss me if you don't like it. I don't care. I really, really don't. And I'm going to just keep saying my side of it because they're going to keep saying their side of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Keep fighting a good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, thank you for that. And uh, here, here's a caller that needs some advice, Steve, about a neighbor. Hey, good morning, family. How y'all doing? Hey, listen, Steve, I got a real serious question. So, granted, I have a neighbor. That is a single young lady. So when I cut my grass, of course, I cut hers also. But here's the thing, Steve. I was cutting it when she had a live-in boyfriend. He allowed me to cut the grass. Now that she put him out, she's single, and I'm cutting the grass. The other day, I asked her for a hug. Granted, let me back it up. I've been cutting the grass three years, and she didn't respond. Do I continue to cut her grass, or do I charge her? But you asked her for what? I don't know. He, yeah, what did he ask her for? I think he said a hug. A sounded hug. like a hug. hug. It sounded like hug? a hug. Hey, good morning, family. How y'all doing? Hey, listen, Steve, I got a real serious question. So, granted, I have a neighbor that is a single young lady. So, when I cut my grass, of course, I cut hers also. But here's the thing, Steve. I was cutting it when she had a live-in boyfriend. He allowed me to cut the grass. Now that she put him out, she's single, and I'm cutting the grass, 
the other day I asked her for a granite. Let me bag it up. I've been cutting her grass three years, and she didn't respond. Do I continue to cut her grass, or do I charge her? He, he, yeah, he said, like hug, like he said hug, hug it up. So what does the dug it up do? See, I don't, I don't know. I thought he said he asked know. her for a hug, seeing that he was trying to holler yeah. at her. I don't know and, how you cutting the grass and a boyfriend living there. That's, that, I don't understand yeah. that. But yeah. see, hit a part. See, dog, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm cutting my grass and she's single, so naturally I cut her grass. No, that ain't natural. <laughs> no, it's not. That ain't natural. Mm-mm. Now, he done put her out. Now, you ain't said nothing about your status, so I'm assuming you single too. But you a homeowner, so you over there, you got grass to cut. Now, you done asked her for a hug and she said no. Then you want to know, should you continue to cut her grass or charge her? Well, dog, let's just be honest. You was cutting her grass in the first place in hopes of. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that act of, what's the word, attrition or decency or whatever you want to call it, you know, would, would, would gain you some special favor. Well, she don't want to hug you. See, you ain't told us how you look Why you cutting that grass. <laughs> you ain't told us how she look out the window and what you got on. He don't have a suit on. Well, he ain't got to have no suit on, but you got to look what how he looks, Shirley. <laughs> His know. big ass is out there wheezing, pushing that lawnmower. Yeah. If he riding and two of the back tires is flat, you know what? How he look. Ain't he? <laughs> You need a yard man. That's yeah, cutting grass don't get you affection, dog. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> if that's all it took, it'd be grass cutters everywhere. So he was all along cutting the grass so he could get a hug or whatever. That's no, what you're saying. Dog, you need to try something else. The grass cutting ain't worked. Yeah, he wants to charge her, so. Can I get a hug after yeah, three? Now you want to charge her. She didn't ask you to cut her grass, dog. Mm-hmm. Yes, see. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, Thank you to the callers. Uh, Coming up next, the nephew is here with the prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, what goes on at his friend's house stays there. Hmm. We'll get into that in just a few. Find out what that's all about. Because right now, it is time for today's prank phone call with the nephew, nephew Tommy. What you got for us today? Hmm. (laughs) I'm finna lay you out on this one, Shirley. I'm finna lay you all the way out. Here we go. You hit my car. Hit my car. I love okay? it. Okay. Yeah. If you in, if you in your car right now, you might wanna you might wanna pull up. You might wanna pull up. You hit my car. Let's go, cat. So you waste that now, Raymond noodles all over the place. Hello. I'm trying to speak to Adele. This is she. Do you live in apartment number seventy eight? Uh, that depends on who asking. My name is Herman Wells. I live in Building 3, Apartment 105. Do you live in apartment number 78? What you want with where I live? Look, ma'am, do you drive a Camry, a Toyota Camry, a light blue one? Yes. All right. Your next door neighbor then told me that you ran into my car. I got a Benz, a black one, a 2005 C240. Now, I got light blue scratches on uh, my... Wait, wait, wait. My neighbor told you what? Your neighbor, uh, matter of fact, his name is uh, Brian Kendall. I you talked mean the cross-eyed mother that live across the hall? The what? The cross-eyed mother that live across the hall told you what? 
Man, listen. All I know is he say he live in apartment 80. He live next door to you. You live in a supposedly apartment 78 right here in Cambridge Court Apartments. Now, all I'm saying is he told me your car, is the which is the light blue car, hit my backed into my car. Now, I ain't trying to create no problem, but somebody got to fix my car. Now, I got light blue scratches on my bins. Uh, last I checked, my light blue camera wasn't the only light blue camera they made. Ma'am, you the only light you the only light blue car in the parking lot. Ain't no even I'm light... the only light blue car in the parking lot right now. I ain't gonna say I've been the only light blue car in the damn parking lot. <sighs> Ma'am, I'm not. I'm... <sighs> Look, and I'm in the middle of watching T. What can I do for you? What you mean? What can you do for me? You didn't hit my car. I ain't, ain't touch your damn car. Is you got some cameras out in this parking lot that saw me hit your car? No, I don't have no cameras, but at well, least... Well, then, uh, I believe this conversation is over. And I don't give a damn what the cross-eyed man across the hall told you. Look, let me tell you something. You didn't hit my car. Now you going to oh, sit up and act like you ain't... Hold on, hold on, hold on, player. Uh, is you yelling at me? I'm and not yelling at you, but you didn't hit my car. You the I only light... touch your damn Ma'am, car. you the only man, light blue car in the parking lot. I'm the only light blue car in the parking lot now. And as a matter of fact, my car ain't even in the parking lot. My sister borrowed my car to go to the store. Well, is it possible that your sister is the one that hit my car? No. Now, what? Okay, is, is your sister, when is she coming back? Maybe she hit my car and didn't tell you she hit my car. No, she ain't hit your car. She ain't hit your car because she would have told me she hit your damn car. Look, uh, I said ain't nobody hit your damn car. My car ain't got no damn scratches on it. What you ain't gonna so be doing is sitting here no cussing at me, though. It, you I don't give a f what kind of scratches you got on your car, but I can't do a damn thing about it. And even if you did, let me just be clear. I ain't got no insurance, no way. So I can't do nothing for you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me tell you something. You ain't got to tell me You ain't got to tell me a thing. And as far as I'm concerned, this conversation is over. Wait a minute. Let me ask you. Have a hung up. Call her back. Milton, you act like I ain't got You're call gonna pay for these scratches on my car. I got thirty five hundred dollars worth of scratches thing. on my car. And I don't you give a f about no you had them scratches on your car already. I... And you ain't finna use me as no excuse to get you no new paint. I dog. ain't had no scratches already on my car. Oh yeah, you I... had them. Oh yeah, you had them. No, I did oh, that's not. What I'ma tell them insurance adjuster if he come over here. Nah. Because you going to be using your insurance. I already told you I ain't got no. Look, don't make me come over to your apartment number uh, 78. I'm standing in the door. I'm on my way to the door now. I'm standing in the door. Come on. Come on. Look, I got $3,500 worth of scratches on my car that you need to pay for. You the you only, you the only light blue. My car ain't even worth $3,500. So you already doing better than me. What? 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 Look, I already told you. I'm tired of talking to you. I'm watching TV, and you ain't got shit else to talk to me about. I, I need to talk to you, you about fixing, this car. Lady, listen, your car. I got 35... I didn't touch I... your car. My car ain't bumped up against your car. I ain't even parked next to no BMWs lately. It's a Benz. What a the C... hell ever? It's a Benz C240, a black... I don't give a damn if it's a, a Benz 777. I can't help you. They don't make a seven seven. I don't La give a damn. Lady, look, you know what? Can I say something to you? No, you can't say it. You know what you can say to me? You can say bye. I just want to say one more thing to you. One more thing. I'm going to give you one more
fucking thing. Go ahead on. All I want to say is, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your sister Robin out of D.C. put me oh, up Oh, that <laughs> don't make me. You know what? I don't even have y'all damn show. I listen to the show on the internet. And this bitch, oh, you wait till I talk to her all right, Mr. Dale, but listen, before you go, can you tell me, what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, nephew Tommy. You knew you didn't run into nobody, I huh? I knew damn well. I ain't hit nobody because I be trying to plug my stuff out there, Fox, so won't nobody hit me, you know? Uh, all right. Bye. Bye. I love Mr. Dale. Mr. Dale. All it's right, not playing. <laughs> you talking about the cross-eyed blankety blank cross the hall? The lift across the yeah. hall. She <laughs> when she said that, Boy. then she told me, you said the what? Well, she was already the having what? trouble with them kids the in that house already. <laughs> Mister, you act like you're wasting them Roman noodles all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then when you sighed, straight stupid. Uh -huh. <laughs> she sighed with him. Sighed back. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, you ain't finna be excuse to get no paint, new paint job off me. That's what you ain't finna do, boy. <laughs> My car ain't even worth no $3,500, so you so already you doing ready? better than me. Doing better than me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get ready, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Get ready, Nephew Tommy. Laugh Out Loud Comedy Show is Nephew Tommy and Friends. We got two Ray in the building. Craig McLaren, Lou Nell. We're at the Keswick Theater, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, April the 29th. Sound like Philly to me. Tickets on sale. Red now. Get it while the getting is good because the food is coming to town. Yeah, the town. Laying in the cut, way in the cut. May 27, Jokes and Jams, Detroit, Michigan, at the Fox. Yes, right. That's Nephew Tommy, Tony Roberts, Red Grant. Oh, my God. Capone in the building. Kelly Kells in the building. Uh-oh, Juvenile in the building. It's Jokes and Jams. It's Jokes and Jams. Saturday, May 27, Detroit, Michigan. Motown at the Fox. Tickets on sale right now. Right. Boy, good. I'm moving around the globe, boy. Boy, mm -hmm. Junior Boy, I'm cancer free, boy. boy you, better you better talk, talk somebody. You better talk. <laughs> Woo! Look that's at awesome, God. Nephew. Congratulations. Yeah, let him know. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Amazing. Almost a year to the day, too, right? I tried to do a cartwheel. I couldn't really get the cartwheel to go all the way around. I tried to, but I just. <laughs> I well, couldn't get, get my legs up in the air doing legs. the cartwheel. Yeah, uh -huh. that they don't it don't cart like it used to. What happened? <laughs> the fan was blowing. Yeah. <laughs> you need to stretch. You need yeah. to stretch. What you need I to do? I gotta do a lot. <laughs> try try one today. Try a cartwheel. See what happens. Uh, yeah, you're gonna no, throw yourself uh -huh. into something. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. No, sir. We passed no. Your head ain't been upside down like that in a long time. Try it. You try. come back up that that blood rush back down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, can't do that. Do a cartwheel on stage, Tommy, when you come out, when they introduce Oh, no, it mess up my money? Hell no. <laughs> you like when you drove that damn buggy off that stage Boy. in Detroit. <laughs> that, was, that was in Detroit. Boy. That was Detroit. Yep. Boy. That was Detroit Eugene. Was never you tried it. it. Boy. You tried it. You tried it. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, what goes on at his friend's house stays there. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime. Day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine a sharp stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. We're going to switch gears here now because it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, what goes on at his friend's house stays there. Okay, what goes on at his friend's house stays there. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in a dead-end marriage and I have not had sex with my husband in months. So I decided to go get it elsewhere. My husband has erectile dysfunction and he refuses to take medication to fix it because the medicine makes him gain weight. Since he's being selfish, I am too. I've always had an ace in the hole that I can go to when I needed some really good sex and nothing more. I called up my old friend one day, and he was all for it. But he lives with his girlfriend now, so we had to meet up at his friend's house. I've been going over there once a week, and we do what we what we do, and then I leave. A few days ago, I finally met the friend that owns the house. He was handsome, sexy, and fine. I was going into the bedroom, and he was coming out of his room and didn't even know. I didn't even know he was home. He whispered that he was watching me while I had sex 
sex with his friend, and he said it turned him on. He pointed to how turned on he was. I couldn't help but stare, and he could tell I was very interested. He said he'd see me the next day around 1 p.m. I tossed and turned all that night, and I told myself that I wasn't going over there the next day. But I did go, and I have no regrets. He led me to his bedroom without saying a word, and that really turned me on. It was a marvelous experience, and I think the mystery of it is what had me so excited. Right after I left, my main lover called me and said he knew about what I did with his friend, and he asked for a threesome. I told him as long as what happened at his friend's house stays at his friend's house, friend's house, I'd be down to try it. At this point, should I leave my husband and be uninhibited with these two men? Have I gone too far to turn back? Girl, come on now. You, you gotta stop some of this. I mean, you're doing what? way too much. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Uh, way too much. It's never too late to stop. You're married and sleeping with a friend and you're sleeping with a friend of your friend. Don't you think that's a lot? You're, you're just out here wide open. I, I get that your husband isn't delivering the goods, but that doesn't mean, you know, you should just be out here wilding like this. You can't blame all this on your husband either. And don't try to trick Steve and I, because didn't you say you've always had a spare when you needed good sex? You said that in the letter. You can't blame this on your husband. Uh, you, you you didn't call it a spare, though. You called it an ace in the hole. Uh, you said that. So this is what you've been doing. Your ace in the hole wasn't enough for you, though. You had to go do his friend, too. And here's my question. Now, what if his friend's friend has a friend? Then what? What are you going to do then? You have to draw the line somewhere. You got, you have to, what, what are you doing? Do, do you want to just be their pass around chick, their little easy toy, their play thing? Because right now, that's what's going on. That's what you are to them. They know what you're about, and that's how they can easily flip it up on you like this. Steve? Well, you know, this whole letter has so many problems in it, and all of them is her. So I don't even know what you wrote the letter about. I'm in a dead-end marriage. I ain't had sex with my husband in months. So I decided I was going to get it elsewhere. Okay. Instead of fixing y'all's problem, because here's your problem. My husband has erectile dysfunction, and he refuses to take medication to fix it because the medicine makes him gain weight. So... I don't understand this dude. I know a lot of men taking this medicine. I ain't never heard the side effect was gain weight. And if it was, so my fat ass would just be over here. <laughs> Getting it in. Yeah. But what we ain't finna have is that ED. I'd get me a nice big ass stomach and be standing over here strong. <laughs> so, give me the extra damn weight I'm gonna need it to pick your ass up anyway <laughs> I don't understand I've never heard that before and I've heard a lot of people discuss this medicine right here now since he's being selfish I am too I've always had an ace in the hole that I could go to when I need some really good sex now, listen to me, ladies. I want you to pay attention to the term ace in the hole. Okay. Ace in the hole is a term that men created for women who give them sex on the side. Mm -hmm. 
we call y'all an ace in the hole. You can erase ace. Because that's all you are to us. You just a hole. H-O-L-E. That's all you are. And I'll prove it when we come back. All right. Get up All right, hang on, today. Everything will be heavy on me. <laughs> we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, what goes on at his friend's house, stays there. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, what goes on at his friend's house, stays there. So now, you... Up in a dead end marriage, you and your husband ain't had sex in months. You decided to go get it somewhere else because you say you got an ace in the hole. Keyword here is we created that term for women to give us sex on the side, and you ain't not really even take the ace out of it. You just a hole. Now I'm finna show you how we do holes. Okay, you ready? Oh no, I'm finna teach you something now. So see, you called yourself. You say you got an ace in the hole. What hole you talking? She said it. Ain't one person got a hole. And now you finna find out how we treat hoes. So now here's some, so you have really good sex and nothing more. And you call up your old friend one day and he was all for it, but he lived with his girlfriend now. So we got to meet up at his friend's house. See, that's what we do. I ain't even going to get no room. I ain't wasting no money on no hole. I'm just going to take you over my friend's house. Now, in order for Tim to use you his friend's house, he got to tell his friend what he doing. Now, everybody know you married. He done told this. And his friend know he got a girl. So I'm going to bring my hole over here. I'm going to do it at your house. Man, come on. Cool. I've been going over there once a week, and we do it, and then I leave. A few days ago, I finally met the friend that owns the house. He was handsome, sexy, and fine. I was going into the bathroom, and he was coming out of his room, and I ain't even know he was home. He whispered, he watching me. I've been watching y'all and I saw y'all see what y'all be in there doing. Y'all having sex with his friend. He watching and he said it turned him on. Then he pointed to how turned on he was. I couldn't help but stare and he could tell I was very interested. He said he'd see me the next day around 1 p.m. You know why he said that? Because you the hoe. You the hoe. See, if you married, he know you married, and you're going to come with your new, with your old friend who now has a girlfriend, and you're willing to meet at his friend's house with your hoe, and all you treating it like is a hoe, then guess what he said to you? I'll see you the next day around 1 p.m. Now, you tossed and turned all night, but I told myself I wasn't going over there the next day. You told who? Hmm. You herself. told yourself. Herself, uh-huh. <laughs> you should have told the whole. Hold <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> your what, what? I mean, Stand this is by. rough. This is Stand. rough hearing this, but, yeah. you know, it's true. It, it's very rough. What Go ahead, Carla, question. I, I normally don't take questions mm-hmm. in the middle of my response. Go ahead. <laughs> I see it's bothering you. Go ahead. I'll just let you continue your thoughts, and then I'll I'll reserve my questions for the end. Okay. Go ahead. But I did go, and I have no regrets. He led me to his bedroom without saying a word, and that really turned me on. Oh, you easy. It It don't take take nothing. He ain't even talk. Ooh, that made me hot. (laughs) 
It was a marvelous experience, and I think it was the mystery of it that had me so excited. And right after I left, his friend, the main lover you normally go over there for, called you and said he knew about what I did with his friend because his friend called and told him, Mm -hmm. hey, man, it worked. She did it. And they all cool with it because they're treating you the same way you treat yourself. Just like a hoe. H-O-L-E. Uh. I told, and then he said he asked for a threesome. Wait a minute, hold up, dog. This dude, a threesome? If I'm having you, the last thing gonna turn me on is I bring another dude in the room to have you too. Because I'm telling you right now, I don't really know nothing much about a threesome, but I do know the only person in there zipping pants up has to be me. <laughs> only one man. Nah, I can't be in That's here with this ain't, this ain't, I can't see nothing else. Uh-uh. So he said, he asked for a threesome. I told him as long as what happened at his friend's house stays at his friend's house, I'd be down to try it. At this point, should I leave my husband and be uninhibited with these two men? You've already left your husband. What you asking us for? Have I gone too far to turn back? What is you talking about turning back for? Nowhere in that you said that you just I was going over there in the next day, but I did go and I have no regrets. You have no regrets about seeing the friend. You have no regrets with being invited by your old friend over his friend's house just to have sex because he got a girlfriend. You have no regrets that you have a husband. Your husband don't want to take the erectile dysfunction medicine because he'd make him gain weight. Have I gone too far to turn back? Turn back where? (laughs) I don't know nobody in this letter that wants you. Your husband <laughs> won't even take ED medication to have you because it make him gain weight. The friend that you got that's got a girlfriend wouldn't got a girlfriend because he didn't want you to be the girlfriend. And now he got you coming over his friend's house to have sex. He don't want you because he done passed you off to his friend. Now he don't want you. Now they want you so much. Let's have a threesome because they finna treat you like you treat yourself. Should I leave my husband and be uninhibited with these two men? You doing it anyway. Your husband ought to leave wow. you. Yeah, to be honest with you. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clear it up. I have a little clarity now. All right, listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand as well. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, let's go get to it. I'm telling you right now, the biggest story right now is, you know, the the uh, Warriors and Kings play tonight. And that no ain't Dray- the biggest story, but go ahead. Yeah, it is, Uncle, because Draymond Green is out. He will not. He is suspended for tonight's game for the play he made in game two when he stomped on uh, Davida Sabonis' chest. After Sabonis Sabonis had grabbed his ankle, he stomped on his chest, and now he egged the crowd on afterward he got ejected. And it just didn't look right, man. So is the NBA right for ejected, I mean, for suspending him for this game? Because they down to nothing right now. They really do need him. Yeah. Well, but is is this is this fair? That guy, that guy grabbed his foot first. Yeah. yeah. That, that's this. 
that's that's what I understand, Tommy. Nothing like, is you know, happening to him. Nothing. No, he just got a technical foul. That's all he got. But now he's out for game three. Is this fair, though, for the NBA to do this to Draymond? I think both of them should have got suspended because Sabonis initiated it. There you a go. man finna run full speed back up the court and you lock his ankle. Man, that guy could have got seriously injured. Yeah. Yeah. They smoke shit. Now, should Draymond have stomped him in the chest? Not on camera. No. <laughs> not, a not on camera. Not, not on camera. But when was he supposed to do it after the game? I don't know, but I don't think too. But I, somehow, yeah, I'd have fell back and raked my uh, heel against his jaw. That's that's okay. one thing. That's one thing. But you can't do is that, this, man. Is this MMA or basketball? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he grabbed his ankle, and you know they say they put the suspended him because of his past history. His past history. So they said that's why they put him out because he had a history of getting ejected already 17 times. So this this is just at the wrong time for the series, though, because they need him for the He's a big part of this team. They hey, man, this is that. not the big story. And I'm getting sick of your little report. When are you going to talk about the Cavaliers? I'm, I'm going to get to it. Uh, we need to hurry up. Somebody yes, give a damn about Draymond Congratulations Green. to the Cavaliers. We ain't even owning Golden series, State series, or Sacramento. Series tied one apiece. But everybody know Draymond Green. Okay, Uggies, you happy now? We own in New York. But you you are, you happy now. The, the Cavaliers got to win. Okay, that's what that's, I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, that's your biggest story. The, of, of the night. <laughs> are you going to call Stephen A? He's a big Knicks fan. You going yeah, to call, call Stephen A and let him know? Oh, let me get on my phone right now. I'm so happy y'all reminded me. Oh, my God. I'm going to make right, him say man. it on first take. Yeah. Well, tonight, man, we got the 76ers in the Nets. We got the Kings and Warriors, and the Suns and Clippers are playing tonight, man. Congratulations to the Cavaliers. Series tied one apiece. Okay, you said y'all wasn't going to lose this series? Okay, I, got, I, I believe you. I believe you now. We're not losing this series, dog. <laughs> I believe you, Dad. I saw it. <laughs> All right, Junior. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Call Steve Day for real, huh? Dog, I'm texting him right now. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. This is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
As we all know, 84-year-old Andrew Lester, a white Kansas City homeowner, has been charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action for shooting 16-year-old Ralph Yarl. Lester stated he opened the interior door and saw a black male approximately six feet tall pulling on the exterior storm door handle. He stated he believes someone was attempting to break into the house and shot twice within a few seconds of opening the door. This is according to the police statement. Now, Lester told police he was, quote, scared to death. There apparently were no words exchanged before the shooting. Now, the victim, Ralph Yarl, told police the man immediately shot him in the head. Then, after he fell to the ground, shot him a second time in the arm. As Yarl got up to run, the man said, quote, don't come around here, according to the police report. Now, some say Lester's defense may try to use the standard ground law. However, according to Yahoo.com, a legal expert said that prosecutors could counter that Lester did not have reasonable grounds to believe Yarl was breaking into the house. Nothing in the law allows someone to shoot first and ask questions later when someone innocently rings a doorbell. That's something the UPS does on a daily basis, delivery drivers, or, or children just out selling Girl Scout cookies. So, and like D.L. Hughley said, if that's the case, Jehovah's Witnesses in the world are trouble. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. You can't yeah. do that, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. For ringing a doorbell is not a crime. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That, and I'm then happy. he's on the ground and you shoot him again? Come on, man. You, you negated. Listen to me. The threat, when you shot this boy in the head and he fell, you negated anything. So now you just gonna eliminate what you call the threat. That's that's excessive on all types of level. Yeah. That's why I said I'm happy they filed charges against him and did the right thing with that yeah. part of it. Now I you can't know, believe this Yeah. What Tommy? I can't believe he was able to get up and run away. I, I can't believe Yeah, that's it. a miracle from God. That's grace. It is that's yeah, all that's really, grace. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. grace that, that young boy live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. But okay. something has to happen to this eight. Now, I got he 84, 85, whatever. But at one point in time, you got to know better. And if you don't know better by 85, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, don't come around here. But you just, just he he went to the door with the gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Young boy yeah. didn't have no weapon. He wasn't breaking and entering. He yeah. rang a doorbell. And then he come talking about he was pulling on the handle. Uh, right. mm-hmm. A man who's six feet tall. What does that have to do with anything? What uh, he's a big black man. Yeah, he's a big right. black exactly. man. That's what that exactly. is. That's exactly, exactly what that is. They know exactly what to say. Oh, he was a big black man. These are the mm-hmm. key words. I was afraid for my life. Yeah. He was threatening me. I was so fearful. And they put that in the jury's head. And they can relate to that type of thing if they saw. But this little skinny little boy here, man. He's a 16-year-old yeah, honor student yeah. in uh-huh. the marching band. Yes. There's nothing menacing about him. Mm-hmm. He didn't have on a, on, a, on a mask. He didn't have a weapon. Man, yeah. no. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. And it was great and- to see uh, his uh, classmates, the school, they Rally. all protested and mm-hmm. uh, rallied saying mm-hmm. justice right. in the Kansas City, Missouri area, justice yeah. for Ralph. So that was awesome. That He's was awesome kid. to see that. Yeah. yeah. And there's a picture of him with his lawyer, Lee Merritt. Ralph mm-hmm. is sitting on the bench with him recovering. That's Man, such a blessing. Yeah. isn't that a blessing? It is. Right. It is. Yeah. 
he's home now. His mom's a nurse. She's taking care of him. I mean, th- this is an incredible, miraculous story right here. It really is on yeah. so many levels. I-, I like this, though, where it says nothing in the law allows someone to shoot first and ask questions later when someone innocently rings a doorbell. I mean, if that's the case, like they said, UPS, you know, like you said, DL said, Jehovah's Witnesses. Amazon. They all, Amazon yeah. DoorDash. Door they all ring your doorbell. Yes. Yeah. Come yes. on now. Yes. yes. All right. Um, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In what's one of the largest defamation settlements in American history, Fox News reached a last-minute settlement on Tuesday with Dominion Voting Systems. Even before the trial began, behind-the-scenes text messages revealed that Fox's Rupert Murdoch and the network's air personalities Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity knew that the reports of the 2020 election fraud and voting rigging accusations were false, but nonetheless, they spread those lies on their airwaves. In a statement, Fox Corporation said that, quote, we acknowledge the court's rulings finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. The statement continued, we are hopeful our decision to resolve this dispute with Dominion amicably instead of the acrimony of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from these issues. La, la, oh, we keyword. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. The truth matters. Yeah. It does. It really we fit does. to settle so we don't have to go out and, and hear all of these facts that we did. Exactly. And so to keep all of that out of the public eye exactly. over an extended Steve. period of time, mm-hmm. over and over and over, which will delusion our power as a network and and take away any credibility that we may have as a news network, we mm-hmm. decided we'll just go on and settle this with Dominion amicably mm-hmm. and just come to that because we don't want to send the country through this. 787.5 yeah, right. yeah. million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the settlement. Woo! All the right. truth matters. Yeah. Alright, coming up, uh, we'll play a round of Would You Rather at 33 minutes after right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather sleepwalk every night or would you rather sleep talk every night? Hey, we walking. Oh, hell no. I'm sleep talking. Hell no. I'm not finna walk my ass outside, Nikki. Into no traffic. No. Uh-uh. Sleep walking. What you learned there. No, I'm not finna fall down no damn steps and chill myself. Oh, so you sleep naked. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what we learned. There's no way in hell I can get up and walk around. <laughs> be outside? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Falling down steps and stuff? No, I'm not going to do that. Sleep talking. I can straighten out whatever I said while I was asleep. Right. With the lies. We know with the lies. I was dreaming. I was talking. That wasn't me talking. I was I was role playing in my sleep. Somebody was talking. Girl, I, he I, stay I, ready. Uh, I mean, I was talking in my sleep, but I was doing all the lines. What you want me to do? <laughs> I don't sleep talking to sleep talking. I don't do sleep listening. <laughs> all right. Would you rather lose your two upper front teeth or would you rather lose your two lower front teeth? Which ones are more important to you? I need them uppers. Yeah, wow. I need them uppers. Yeah, I can I smile. I can smile. Yeah. <laughs> I can put that bottom lip over that bottom yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. Them yeah, uppers, though. though, you can't do it. Nah. You've got to have them up. <laughs> Snag a tooth. <laughs> 
right. If you could, would you rather find the cure for baldness or would you rather find the cure for blindness? All right. I'd rather find the cure for blindness. Blind. Blind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Even I if like I could it. have my hair back, I don't want it. I like my <laughs> home and my hair. All that picking I, I used want to it. do. Yeah, no. All the getting the line and all the sitting up there with JT for hour and a half every night. No. <laughs> Shout out to JT. Man, this thing is so free. I'm so free right now. Whew. Oh, okay. <laughs> every uh-huh. night uh, Every night. Dog, my hairstyle the same. <laughs> hey, hey, you got some linen in your hair. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, man, you need an edge up. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> all right. Would you rather um, have man boobs? Or would you rather have a big tummy, big stomach? Give me the stomach. I'm gonna take that stomach. No, I can't do no man boobs. Me and my wife can't be yeah. here both putting on bras. I can't do that. <laughs> no. You don't have to wear, baby. How you, baby? How you do this? <laughs> snap, snap me up. <laughs> snap me up. Nah, nah, I can't do that here. Nah, nah. Now, am I a 34 B, baby? What am I? <laughs> but if your stomach big like. enough, it look like you got man boobs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Especially if you got that high-ass gut that's touching yeah. your nipples. Yeah. <laughs> the big tummies across yeah. the board. Yeah, because it, it, it look like your chest is sitting on your stomach anyway. <laughs> wow, that visual. Uh, yeah, that stupid. visual, man. Oh, man. Uh, all right, thanks, guys. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after, we will uh, come back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Here we are, guys. Our last break of the day on this Thursday. As always, a lot going on. A lot going on, Steve. Yes. Uh, th- this Freak Nick movie, it's causing a lot of people stress, a lot of controversy out there. Um, a group of prominent black professional women say they plan to sue Hulu and block the documentary uh, release of Freak Nick, The Wildest Story Never Told. Um, it, it's because of concerns about what could, t- could potentially be exposed in the film. So they're filing the lawsuit in Atlanta's federal court against Hulu. The women say it is unlawful because they did not sign any media releases to be filmed. Well, Obviously, there's some women that know they're going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's our era. This is our uh-huh. generation <laughs> right here. And we're very, very, very concerned, Steve. <laughs> See, the problem is, we're professionals. back then, there was no cyberspace. Right. right. Oh, so, okay. normally, you know, a news story came out. You just balled up the paper. Everybody forgot about it. Now, there's mm-hmm. footage. Mm-hmm. They done digitized it, <laughs> enhanced it. Yeah. Colorized it. HD, huh? Yeah, it's you. 4K. Oh, no. It's in 4K now. And it's some women that know it's them. 
Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if it's a documentary, mm-hmm. it may be cleared from that because documentaries are like news type things. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's news. Now, you may not have to comment on it. You may choose not to comment on it, but I think something about documentaries excludes them from that, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know. They go, I say bravo to the sisters for filing the lawsuit, but mm-hmm. your ass is about to be outed. Yeah. <laughs> that was Hulu. You. Okay. And so. uh, I, don't think, I don't think you could sue Hulu. For that? For that. I think you'd have to go after the production company. I met the people who did the production. They were at my ranch because they're doing a documentary on the opening of my ranch. I've started. Uh, the farming system on my ranch has already started. I hired a, um, a farmer, a young African-American farmer who had kind of lost out during COVID. And I hired him full time to work at my ranch who uh, began producing food and that's the first project that's coming out of the ranch uh, to produce food for local food banks uh, organic food so I'll be feeding hungry families this year we'll start the feeding of hungry families this year and I've created a system called Workfare where if a family does need assistance with food uh, you have to come and you have to work the farm for a few hours to earn the food. I'm going to give you the food, but you got to put some time in to work to earn it. I think that's the best way to help people. And then along the way, of course, we'll find some full-time employees out of it and things like that. But I want people who are in need to always equate reward with with work, with reward. I call it workfare. I'll help you, but I want you to work. And so mm-hmm. it teaches young people a valuable lesson. So you send your teenage son or daughter down there, and if y'all know free groceries, I'll give you all the groceries you want, but you got to put in, a, you know, half a day's work or whatever's mm-hmm. the value of the grocery, two, three hours, whatever it is. Okay. So I've already started that process down at the ranch. And so the that's going to be a documentary, right? Yeah, is and the company saying? that did Freaknik is doing my documentary. Oh, and, uh, oh okay. but, so a but, lot of women uh, are listening. You can't help us. <laughs> but Uncle Luke and yet. Jermaine Dupree don't have anything Man. to do with that one, do they? No, not at all. But I am <laughs> going to open the farming video. Me and the farmer is going to be twerking. Twerk, you know you're not. <laughs> yeah. I'll be yeah, watching. Y'all, y'all finna be. <laughs> yeah, he on one side and I'm on the other side. We're going to be Get looking back food. over Get our shoulder. Food. A farmer and a 66-year-old man, you know. Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Come and get the cabbage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Giving so, back uh, and giving back. Yeah. yeah. Giving back yes. in all ways. You know? Yes, so yes. I can't help them sisters that's trying to sue Hulu or the production company that's doing it. Uh, it's some, actually some young people that produced that uh, documentary. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, they're very young people. Yeah. This is very, a See, very. This? I'm speaking up for these women. This is a very damaging documentary. <laughs> but it's just making me want to watch it, the movie even so more. It's no! gonna be hot. It's Do you understand that that thing is trending? Yeah, yeah. It's trending right now. I can't wait for it. They're gonna be out there. I never man. went, but I, I, never, I never went. went. I, never I never went. Thank God we did. But I was Girl. down there. I was have- down there performing a lot of times. Oh, you Dude. did shows down yeah. there, Steve? Oh, hell yeah. I've been in Atlanta. Atlanta wanted to, used to be a hot spot for comedy. 
Yeah, no, right. all the oh, punchlines right. was down there. The funny bones was down there. Oh, the, yeah. The uh, uh, Star Cafe was down there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lot of comedy down there, man. They had two punchlines. They had funny bones, you know. They had comedy zones down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Atlanta was yeah. huge. So, so, so freak you next. Uh, yeah. We have someone on our staff who's been there, Mississippi Monk. <laughs> so three times. When the, when the yeah. documentary drops, if we see her face. Her footage is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. You still got it, Ma. She's talking about I still got I remember it. the first time I actually met Monica. It was uh-huh. at a hotel lobby. She came in with a group of friends, JT, uh-huh. I think, introduced us. She Your came barber. in. Uh-huh. You know, just as fast as she wanted to be. had a miniskirt on with some cowboy boots. <laughs> she got them legs. Hey, Mine how you doing? Legs. I said, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know who you are, but you need to, you know, watch yourself get on back a little bit now. <laughs> you know, then she started talking, and I went, oh, my God. <laughs> One of the future stars of the Freaknik documentary. Starring Monica. Is that her real boy? <laughs> so you're Steve Harvey, huh? <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all have a good one. Talk to God today. He'd love to hear from you. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Life is full of unexpected moments from car repairs to vet bills. Aspire Credit Card is there for you. The Aspire Cashback Rewards Card empowers you to manage everyday needs and surprises while rewarding you with 3% cashback rewards on gas, groceries, and utilities, plus 1% on all other eligible purchases. Worried about your credit? With Aspire, less than perfect credit is okay. And you can see if you pre-qualify without affecting your credit score. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify. Accept it at your favorite stores where you use MasterCard. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify today. Build. Grow. Aspire.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.